Welcome to the Art and Science of Horsemanship, brought to you by Equi University. Equi University is an educational website dedicated to improving horses' lives through owner education. I'm Dr. Richard Godby, your host for the Art and Science of Horsemanship and founder of Equi University. Today's topic are what are probiotics, prebiotics, and symbiotics, and why should my horse care? With the amount of advertising on television touting the benefits of probiotics, it's difficult to not at least have heard of them. Searching on Google with the term probiotics on the internet returns 62 million hits in less than 0.85 seconds. Specifically, probiotics for horses, the search returned 978,000 hits. Basically, there's a plethora of information on probiotics available to anyone wanting information. Part of the goal of this podcast is to provide a Cliff's Note version of what each term means and how they impact the overall health of our horses. Animals and bacteria have had a love-hate relationship since the beginning of time. Bacteria were discovered in the 1600s, and in the 1800s, crude vaccines were being used in Europe. Early work on bacteria focused on the pathogenic or disease-causing aspects. It was not until the 20th century that certain bacteria were recognized to have positive health benefits for humans and animals. The earliest work involving gut microbes and health was in a breastfed infant. The term probiotic was first introduced in 1953. This definition was in contrast with antibiotic and suggested probiotics supplied factors that stimulated growth. Roy Fuller later defined a probiotic as a live microbial feed supplement which beneficially affects the host animal by improving its intestinal microbial balance. The definition is somewhat fluid as it changes as more information is obtained. Lactic acid bacteria form the core of these probiotics. To be used in feed products, they must be recognized by the Food and Drug Administration. They are currently classified as grass or generally recognized as safe. One important property is the bacteria must be viable. That is, they must be capable of colonizing the digestive tract. Certain yeast and fungi may also have probiotic properties. Let's discuss the definitions of probiotic, prebiotic, symbiotic, yeast culture, and CFUs. A probiotic are live microorganisms which, when administered in adequate amounts, confer a health benefit on the host. Most of these are lactic acid bacteria, for example, lactobacillus, enterococcus, and bifidobacterium. A prebiotic is selectively fermented ingredients that allow specific changes both in the composition and or activity of the gastrointestinal microflora. This confers benefits upon the host well-being and health. It's really food for the colonic bacteria that may also have a positive impact on gut and host health. These ingredients are usually indigestible fiber, for example, mannooligosaccharides. A symbiotic is a mixture of prebiotics and probiotics. The prebiotic is usually chosen to optimize the growth of desired bacteria, the probiotic. Yeast culture, generally from the species Saccharomyces, and may be Cerevisia or Boulardii. Saccharomyces boulardii may help minimize some diarrheas. Colony forming units, or CFUs, are the number of viable bacterial cells per unit of measure may be given in thousands up to billions. What can probiotics, prebiotics, and symbiotics do for my horse? Well, the first thing is it can improve digestion of some feedstuffs, 
allowing for improved absorption of nutrients. They've been shown to improve the absorption of certain minerals, for example, iron. Certain yeast strains have been shown to improve fiber digestibility. They help produce volatile fatty acids from fiber that can be used as an energy substrate by the host animal. Most of the energy provided by forages is from volatile fatty acids produced in the large intestine. These include acetic, propionic, and butyric acids. They also produce most of the B vitamins required by the horse, at least for maintenance. They are also involved in the production of vitamin K. Probiotics may improve the health of the horse by altering the pH of the gut to decrease pathogenic bacterial growth. They also stimulate the immune response and enhance innate immunity. Probiotics increase the effectiveness of the tightness of the cells lining the intestinal walls. They provide direct competition for pathogenic bacteria. Probiotics, prebiotics, and symbiotics can decrease inflammation by decreasing inflammatory cytokine production. They secrete antiviral, antibacterial, and antifungal chemicals in the large intestine. Prebiotics may improve insulin sensitivity and reduce glucose absorption rate. This is important in obese horses. Prebiotics and probiotics also regulate manure production, that is, the formation of road apples. What are some factors to consider when choosing a probiotic or a symbiotic for my horse? Look at the total number of CFUs per gram. Be careful to look at the way the CFU is provided on the feed tag. Some will provide them in CFUs per gram and others CFUs per dose. I suggest putting them on a per gram basis so it is easier to compare products. Also look to see if the CFUs refer to a total of all the probiotics in the product or appear for each probiotic individually. Generally, the higher the concentration, the greater the ability of the bacteria to positively affect the horse's health. Most probiotics are susceptible to heat and cannot be put in a pelleted feed. There are some that can withstand the heat of pelleting. Look at the CFUs in the product. This can provide a measure of survival. The probiotic must be able to survive the acid environment of the stomach and the digestive enzymes normally found in the stomach and small intestine. Encapsulation is one method of protecting the probiotic from heat and acid degradation. Another means of adding probiotics to pelleted feeds is to apply the probiotic post-pelleting after the product is out of the pellet mill and when the pellets have cooled somewhat. In addition to the prebiotic, beta-glucans may be added to the product. Beta-glucans are derived from the cell wall of certain yeast and plants They've been shown to increase immune response by the intestines. This is called mucosal immunity. The intestines are the largest immune organ in the body. Oats and barley contain 15 to 35% beta-glucan in the fiber. How often do I need to use the product? Horses under stress from training, traveling, and showing may benefit from a daily symbiotic. Horses under less stressful activities may benefit from receiving the product two or three times per week. What should I expect to see when using a probiotic or a symbiotic? Since most of the effects of the product occur in the digestive tract or inside the horse, visual changes are often difficult to see. Obviously, horses with having loose manure, cow pie consistency, for example, it would be easier to see the changes. Why do I want to feed a probiotic or a symbiotic? Think of a quality, effective product as a digestive insurance policy 
that can help provide for the overall health of your horse. Future podcasts will explore how probiotics, prebiotics, and symbiotics can impact specific health issues. Some examples include antibiotic administration in the microbiome, how these may impact reproductive health, and the gut-brain axis. Thanks for listening to this segment of the Art and Science of Horsemanship. If you have any questions about this or any other segment on these podcasts, you can send an email to me, drguideby at equiuniversity.com. Additional information can also be found at equiuniversity.com. Thanks again. <music>